meditation, the goal is to distract your mind from negative thoughts and, and create positive mantras in your head. And you can't do that if you're checking your phone and stuff. That's why laying down and closing your eyes works well. But if you know that going into it, you can do stuff like walk the right. dog and everything. And, it, and it's funny too, because like the biggest benefit for me is, is calming myself down, like getting over stress and anxiety and overwhelm. Um, I tend to like be so go, go, go that it helps me slow things down and really like process what I'm doing better. But when you leave it out, that stress and anxiety comes back. So like, like you just said, and, and I'm going to relate this to something that I had a big insight with late earlier too. Like you said, like you, you do it when you find that stuff creeping back. Well, the whole point of it is so that stuff doesn't happen. Right. right. And we do it all the time. It's like, fuck, I'm starting to get stressed. I need to meditate. Well, it's like, well, if you do it daily, like you notice that like, damn, I haven't had anxiety in weeks. By the way, dude, I've been doing that mobility. Like I finally did squats today. I did front squats. I did 135 and I was doing pause reps. I've never squatted solo in my life. But you can, when you get past a certain range, you feel like the stretch in your quads. Yeah. Part, like part of the reason why your muscles grow is from the stretch reflex. So like you should just know. But this is what I was talking to my boy about this the other day because I went and lifted <clears> with him um, yesterday. Like a lot of these guys just, they just don't educate themselves they just they go in the gym and they just try to talk about like things they see and sometimes they follow like youtube shit but none of them are reading studies none of them are like following people that actually like go into studies like people or like that have good knowledge like ben bruno like eric helms and these people that we follow it's like i don't know i feel like if you're a really good trainer or coach you should be diving into education quite a bit studying your craft even if even if you're just training right like i mean major props to the people who are listening to this podcast because obviously they want to learn more about you know how they can better than better themselves and you know stay in the weight room um you know constantly improve and 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 not get injured i agree you know what i mean like just do your fucking homework i think my my point was to him was he was kind of like like we're talking from the perspective of like, I have a job. I have it. Like, I don't really feel like studying that kind of shit. Cause I got to study my own career. Like I just want right, somebody right. to tell me the, what to do the right. right fucking way. And in that sense, I'm like, okay, but that even makes then, sense. You're, out, you're still outsourcing. Yeah. hundred percent. Right? Like but that's what I'm saying. Due diligence. Outsource to people that yeah. do this. You know what I mean? The right way. I don't know. That dude's like, <laughs> shout out to TP. If you're listening, the biggest dude I've ever lived with. Oh in my yeah, life. he looks like the thing. I saw him on your Bro. Snapchat. So we're like, we're. I was like, oh, it's close grip. Shit. We're clo- we're doing close grip bench today, right? So I got 185 on there. I'm doing close grip with a pause on my chest for like six to eight reps, and this guy does close grip reverse 315 for like 12, just fucking repping it out. I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? Like. <laughs> It's, it's crazy. It's what chicken and waffles does, man. Bro, was, he's just—he's a I big was strong dude. As fucking like, shit, dude, eating chicken and waffles. Man, he—he he did powerlifting for a while too. He just went in there and just destroyed everybody yeah. in his age. Yeah. But he, how old is he? Uh, he's so he's a class above me, so he's younger than you. So he's probably twenty-five, Fuck. twenty-six maybe. But now he's like past the point in age where he's got to join like the the it's not seniors or like, I don't know what you would call it, but the next level up where they're mm. older and they've been in the game for a while. He's like, it's totally different now. Like when I, last time I did it powerlifting me, I was with the youth like crowd. So I just went in and smashed, but now it's kind of like, 
now you're getting into the grown man yeah, strength exactly. on top of so he's i was talking to him about experience. finding a natural one because he was like dude i went and i was watching them there's just a bunch of juice heads and i was like dude find a natural powerlifting one because he's just he's naturally just a monster he was like even in high school he was like the biggest dude at our school you'll have to tell him to come compete at the one at bigger when we uh yeah when we do that i one. will he's a beast tp travis pierce yeah we always just call okay. him tp, TP. I wonder if that was like a, you know, like T.I., like his real name is Tip. Tip. You know? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. T.P. His real, so like his real, real name his is His real tip. name is Tip Harris. Tip. <laughs> T.I.P., yeah. Damn. Just a tip. <laughs> I always thought like T.I.P. stood for something, and then he shortened it to T.I., just kind of yeah. like how Puff Daddy was Puff Daddy, then Puff, then Diddy, then P. Diddy, uh-huh. and... Tip. <laughs> he got all the way to. That was just like, the sound of puff. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Now nah, I think he went back to Puff Daddy though. Puffy. Puffy. Oh puffy. yeah, he was puffy for a while too. He got. He's I think, back. I think they just did a bad boy tour, like the a, yeah. Tour. And I think yeah. he's Puff Daddy yeah. now. And he was puffy, dude. They, I think that little Kim up there, Mace, yeah. everything. It's crazy. Yeah, they never came here. I but cool. I think his uh, his Instagram still says Diddy. I follow him on Instagram. Yeah, that dude's fucking motivational. As yeah, shit. Yeah, his Instagram is fire. You're the reason I started following him because you you tagged me in something and it was just like a minute long of yeah. him just like going off. He just off. hustles. Yeah, he hustles his fucking face like, off. Damn. So I follow him. <laughs> yeah, I actually I recently just went through and, and unfollowed because like sometimes you just follow people because. You know, maybe like Diddy's following them or like your friends are following them, right? And then like I'm just like scrolling through my fucking Instagram. I'm like, I, I never look at like French Montana shit. Like, why the fuck am I following them? Yeah. Like, it adds no value to my. Yeah. I did the same day. thing. Like, I followed a lot of people just because I like their music. Right. And then I started looking yeah. at them. Like, like Kid Ink yeah. was when I unfollowed recently. Yeah. I was like, dude, like, what do you. Rick Ross, yeah. And stop following him. I follow Wiz still, even though half of his shit is just no caption pictures of him smoking. But yeah. like, his photo- like I think he has a professional photographer oh, yeah. in him, so his shots are sick. Like, yeah. so I still follow him. But let's get into some questions, man. We oh, didn't filter these right, out. Man. There's a lot, so if you can filter as you talk, that would be good. I think <clears throat> some of them are like I feel like <laughs> just super long. Yeah. I we will. Should, we probably should have edit as I go. <laughs> there you go. Try your best. Um, We're gonna rapid fire because there's a lot. Right. So let's start with some more simple ones. How do you deal with hanging out with others who don't care about healthy eating and working out? Um, I'll tell you what I do because, I mean, 90% of my friends, and and by my friends, I mean those people who I grew up with, um, you know, when I see them, like, if they'll always give me shit, like, oh, you got to eat a sweet potato and some broccoli, right? Like, you can't have this. Like, (laughs) Like, yeah. Or I'll just, like... You know, I'll also just, I mean, depends on the day, but, like, sometimes I just crush a bunch of food with them. But most of the time, like, if, if somebody's like, oh, like, you can't do this, I'm like, yeah, like, I, you know, I'm not going to. So like, you, I, I don't have any problem with you it. You own know? it with confidence. Yeah, right. I think that's the best way to do it. Like, and here's the thing is don't be judgmental against people that don't follow the same. Like, that's, I think that's, like, the, the worst thing you can do for those people is be that annoying friend that's always trying to get them to eat healthier and stuff. Like, they need to be the one to decide right, to do that. Right. So I think the best thing to do is just kind of stay in your lane and be like own what you're doing. Like yeah. if if you are insecure about it, it'll show, and then they'll win the like the debate of like trying to get you to eat the shitty food or whatever it may be. Because um, I do the same thing. If somebody's like, "Oh, you got to eat a salad day," you got your macros, and I'm like, "Yeah, man, I'm gonna eat the salad." 
like yeah. <laughs> I like abs. Yeah, you know what I mean? Fuck. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I used to try to actually get my friends into the gym all the time, but then like, you know, I just realized like I'm just putting a bunch of time and effort into something that like, you know, and, and it's always like the way I see it is like when I was a kid and my parents would tell me something, I wouldn't do it because they told me to do it. Exactly. <laughs> right? yeah. Like I'm going to rebel just yeah, because. Yeah. yeah like, but now they're probably hitting you up because they see what you've accomplished. Right, yeah. Right. That's the same or thing going to me. the gym. Like, you know, not everybody comes into vigor and, you know, some people go to gyms close to them. Like a lot of them live uh, more down south, like 20, 30 minutes. So right. um, and they and they go to the gym. Like I feel like as long as I can inspire somebody to to do something better then cool. Yeah. And I don't even know if it was me that inspired him. It could have just been, yeah. you know, be tired of tired of feeling like shit. Yeah. I think that's it. I'm going to condense this next one. Uh, the person says that they previously heard the whole burn what you eat and lose weight. So they're curious to know as to what your thoughts are on whether or not they should do extra cardio so that they can add in more carbs. Um, big it depends this this is the this one i actually responded to personally too because i just wanted them to understand that anything along those lines is just going to create a bad relationship with food and a bad relationship with exercise um this is exactly why i tell people do not track your exercise in an app because one it's it's not that accurate of how many calories you're burning two it doesn't take hormones and all these different things into play but three, it's just like, then you go into the cycle where it's like, oh, I'm just going to go to the gym for an hour, do cardio so I can eat this shitty food. And then like you end up binging, eating too much. And then you go back to the gym. You know what I mean? And then yeah. it's just, it's not smart. So, um, and plus on top of that, like, we don't know exactly how your body burns fuel, what kind of like some people are more like fat dominant versus carb dominant with their fuel. So who knows what they're burning compared to what they eat? Like my suggestion is don't pay attention to that stuff. Like. I know this after talking like and everything, I know this person's on calories and macros and stuff. So just, just hit your macros, do your exercise. Like if you go a little over, don't stress it, plan ahead, figure it out the next day. Like, don't worry about it. But my suggestion is just don't even combine those two. Like, I'm not going to give you a strategy to like work that equation out. You know what I mean? Well, in the way I, I think that I guess my mind went was like, you know, I'm already doing this style of training. Should I incorporate, you know, low intensity or, you know, something like that. So I guess that that's just where, where mine went, where my mind went. But obviously you, you know, this person. Yeah. And then, and like, like I said, I had a conversation with them yeah. afterwards. So it's kind of like, I would just, just stick to your plan. Don't focus on that too much. And, and, and what you burn, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, obviously, like if we're going to talk about like what type of fuels we're burning, low intensity is going to burn a little more fat as fuel, high intensity and training, like hard training is going to burn a little more carbs. That all comes into play. But I think it's just when you get to that point, it, it kind of it just creates a bad relationship. And then you get confused, you overwhelm, you think too hard about it. Like the best thing to do is just hit your training, hit your nutrition and just stay consistent. Right. All right. You guys have mentioned how sleep is super important to getting results. So what are your best practices in ensuring you get good sleep? I use this Brainwaves app. Um, some people have, I think, I know my girlfriend has uh, Sleepstream. Actually, I like Sleepstream better. Um, and really, like, I'll just ask her to, you know, put on these sounds. But it's like, you know, like you can put on different sounds. Like it could be um like a waterfall or it could be like rain and you know there's there's brain waves that that go with it so i i use that just because it sort of calms me down or if there's like white noise like you know growing up i used to sleep with a fan in my room 
and like just that's, constantly having the fan on. That's what Shannon does too. Yep. Um, and then for me, uh, honestly, like I sleep with like minimal clothing, like not to get paint you guys, you know, <laughs> the most beautiful picture ever. Uh, <laughs> but um, it actually, it's really good as far as like, I think like reg- regulating your, your hormones and stuff like that. Like you don't want to sleep with a, a bunch of clothes on. Um, because your, your body needs to learn how to regulate, regulate itself. Um, probably good for like circulation. Exactly. So, um, so just, yeah, just little things like that. I I really don't do anything too crazy. Like I turn my phone on, do not disturb and make sure I'm not checking that shit. You know what? Like the only, this is as funny as cause I don't, I don't have anything I do. I'm the type person when I lay down. I'm out. out. Yeah. I'm just out. Yeah. But again, I, I also do the same thing. I don't sleep with any clothes. I mean, underwear, but I, I just hate feeling like, sh- like tangled up in a shirt or I don't, I don't use a sheet, nothing. I just have yeah. like a big comforter. Um, you have a surprising like collection of banana hammocks get in, the in fuck his top out. drawer. And that's, that's what he sleeps in. Yo, first that's, of all, why are you going in my top drawer? <laughs> Second of all, I do Well, I was own. looking for somewhere to put yeah. that. I was looking for somewhere to put that, that pregnancy test, uh, Oh, that, when you that were was hiding that around. shit in yeah. my room. <laughs> yeah. Yo, and you know, and I went in this top drawer because that's where I was gonna put it. That's like everybody's like soccer yo, underwear I do drawer. Not have and this guy banana. has like this guy has a ridiculous amount of banana hammocks. It's, banana hammocks. It's <laughs> I do not. It's bro. I would own that if I had them, bro. At but first I, I was like, whoa. <laughs> but then I went into like, okay, well I'm not gonna judge them. You know, yeah, do, do what you right, do. You know yeah. What I mean? Whatever. Yeah. However. Man. You get your sleep. Yeah, man. Yeah, however you need anyway, to get your sleep. You know what's funny is like that that whole pregnancy. So so one of my clients, I don't even know if we've talked about this on the podcast. One yeah, of my clients let's change the subject. brought, dude, I don't have <laughs> banana hammocks. So I don't even care. But he bought a pregnancy <laughs> test and he like, did, did he just hand it to you? Yeah. Okay. So he handed it to Theo and like cracked a joke. And then he, then Theo took it when I was gone and put it like with my laptop. So I found it and was like the fuck. So then I put it in, I think his shit and then it kept going around right and the funny thing is i hit it in your headphone thing dude i didn't get it bro you were so serious i really believed you i was like damn dude what the fuck and then you guys leave my house and i'm like how did where the fuck did that thing go why would somebody go in his bag and take out that as like the joke i played on him i go into my room and it's like under my sheets on my pillow i was like this motherfucker Oh, so funny. But um, one thing I have been doing, which is quite, I just discovered this on an iPhone. If you like scroll the screen up where you can click like do not disturb and all that, there's a button that says um, it's something light. You click it and it, what's that? Night mode. Night mode. Yeah. It fucking turns off the blue, whatever light. Oh, the blue light? Yeah. So like your screen kind of dims yellow and then it Mm -hmm. like it's good before, before you go to sleep. Oh, nice. So I've been doing that because I tend to like. If I'm if I'm sleeping by myself, I'll like pull out my phone and like read articles until I fall asleep. Right. But that helps a lot too, because then you can take the blue light, which is really helpful yeah. for quality sleep. Yeah, I have that set up the night mode. So mm-hmm. what were you, what were you talking? About? You were talking about like you have this big dish thing, right? <laughs> yeah, like a satellite dish that looks like I mean, like it does this the alarm clock. Yeah. Oh, okay, I was like, what was I talking about? Um, yeah, I have this alarm clock that actually is made for helping you wake up more naturally, but you can also set it so that it helps you fall asleep. Yeah. And what it does is it is about the size of maybe like a basketball, a dome, and it, uh, when, to wake you up, it, you can set the time on it, but say I set my alarm for 6 o'clock. Starting at 5.30, it starts to mimic the sun coming up, and my room will go from being 
completely dark to like deep red then orange and then it'll be it'll be super dope full sun daylight right when my alarm goes off so that my body naturally wakes up to that what's that store that always has all those gadgets and shit Um, Uh, brookstone brookstone did you get is that where you got it from um no i felt like how much was that it was like 130, 140. Oh, that's not but you can bad. get different you can get different varieties of it. That's dope. You get more basic ones. Yeah. But uh there's the night mode that you can put on it where it I have it set for forty five minutes. So forty five minutes before I want to be asleep, I put my phone away, no T V, no nothing. Yeah. Um, I can read or do whatever, but it'll dim itself and do like a sunset. Nice. And then I think yeah. and that's one of the most important things I think is like blue light which is not actually the color blue, but that's just what it's called, will really mess with your the retina of your eye and it'll keep you awake and it'll, it'll disturb your sleep. So yeah. if you can put your phone in night mode, you can actually, I've actually known people that have bought those. I've talked about it before, those glasses on yeah. Amazon. <laughs> yeah, that I, think, are, I, think you had, I think you had to buy some. Dude, they're like, yeah. they're legit. Like they're glasses you wear inside that, that cut out all the blue light. Yeah. Um, so you can get those. I don't even think they're that expensive. Um, or a, like a really easy way to do it is make sure all your lights are below the midline because your body will naturally if if so the if you look at the middle of the room if the light is above that your body naturally thinks the sun is rising and melatonin will be uh, won't be released right. melatonin is the natural sleep hormone so if you put like you can literally like take your lamp and put it on the floor and it'll help you like or if your TV's low or put the night mode on your phone that'll help a lot too cuz it'll it'll naturally kick in melatonin which is something I, I take melatonin all the time i'll take that before i go to bed which Man, I used to get weird dreams when I took melatonin. Dude, maybe that's why I always have weird dreams. Is that a thing? Because yeah, dude, I got like I'll have some vivid dreams. But the thing is, is my mom even says ever since I was a kid, I've had like the most vivid dreams. I know she wasn't giving me melatonin when I was seven, so yeah, maybe hope just not. Ask maybe she was. Put my shit to sleep. Benadryl. Yeah, every night. <laughs> Shut this kid up. <laughs> It's Tylenol. Crushing it and just putting it in his cheese. <laughs> his cheese. You need a lot of that. Nah, I would taste that. I would taste that shit, bro. Uh, this next one is a little bit of a broad question, so interpret it how you want. Um, what are some best practices of your most successful clients? Consistency. Ooh, that definitely. One. Yeah, that was the first yeah. thing that came to my mind, too. People that just commit. Yeah. Like, I think the most successful clients I have are the people that, that at the beginning weren't like i have this date like in like the people that were pretty much like yo like next summer like i really want to feel good about going on the beach like it wasn't like i want to be this weight i want to look specifically like this it was just like in a year from now i want to be confident about myself right like and and that takes commitment or people who just came in with an open mind and was like okay this is like I just know that I need to be healthier. Like I want right. to accomplish like a certain goal. I know that it's gonna take time, but I just need guidance, right? So those people who like listened and you know used the tools that 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 we gave them, like it was. I mean, it just makes the whole process so much more easy, right? Because surprisingly enough, people will come into the gym and then ask us for help and then not want to do any of the shit yeah. that you know that that we asked them to do. So I mean it, it's kind of funny but like I think that again like just going back to the whole uh level of commitment and consistency like that was probably that's the common denominator with everybody who's been successful at at bigger. And in general, I don't even I can't even think of like any specific things other than that. Yeah. Like no 
they do X, Y, Z in the gym or anything like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just, they're taking this necessary steps and they're willing to do it consistently right. for a long time. I think that's the biggest thing. Commitment. Awesome. So sometimes a binge day, week, or even month occurs. What are some good tips to get over that hump and get back into a healthier routine? Hmm. I mean, that depends too. I mean, I think, I think, I think a lot if, of it has to do with the mindset. Um, I think if you did what we just talked about on the last one, I think those situations would come up less or you wouldn't look at them as a binge. Like it'd be like what you just said about like, you know, sometimes you do go out with friends and you do go ham on some food, but you don't feel like it's a binge because you like allow yourself to do it. You're like, right. cool, whatever. The next day you get back to eating healthy and you're right. fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. I th- but again, like, you know, al- along the whole mindset line too is, is I accept that like I can eat shitty because I mean, 80, 80 to 90 percent of the time i'm eating i'm eating healthy like i'm yeah. eating whole foods so it's not going to kill me to you know to indulge a little bit every once but in a while, yeah. like you know you, again like you just have to be willing to uh accept it and like not say okay well you know my diet's you know like i just threw it all away so i mean what's the point now right. yeah. like it, it 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 has a snowball effect right like you know somebody will say okay well you know this meal like you know I, like they're just staring across the room at like a piece of candy and then like once they have the piece of candy it's like oh well you know i might as well have this and then like it just keeps on carrying over um so i think that just accepting that you can have like a piece of candy and feel like you know you can still be compliant candy will be there for the rest of your life right like i think that's a mindset that like even i remember like do going into those binge days where it's almost as if, like, if you don't eat this right now, you'll never get that chance again. But it's, in reality, like, there's always going to be pizza. There's always going to be candy. Like, yeah. you can come back to it a few days later and have a little bit again. Like, yeah. um, For me personally now, I am I think I'm more in tune with my body than, than ever because it's like, man, like, you know, we had pizza the other night, right? Like, let's take that, for example. Like, I crushed, like, six pieces of pizza and then, like, started to feel like shit and then... I was like, man, like, you know, this sucks. Like, yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah. But like, I'm not going to go like the next day and then just keep crushing food and then keep feeling like shit. Right. So I think, you know, that's another piece of it is like, man, like, how do you feel? Like really check in with yourself. And like, you know, I drank so much more water the next day because I felt, I, I just felt like super lethargic. I was like, man, like, this is not a good feeling. I remember yeah. driving home. I was like, Wow. Yeah. Didn't feel motivated to like no. work out. Just I was like, this is bad. Yeah. But Maybe it was fun. That's actually a good it. tip. Like <laughs> to like start working on being aware, like yeah. awareness of your body. Yeah. Um, I know for me, like when I was trying to figure out what was causing my eczema to break out, that created like I needed to become aware and that helped me a lot too. Because then you start right. noticing little things like that as well. Simple things of just not feeling good, not feeling underhydrated, whatever it is. Um, I just I don't know. I don't think there's like some magic way of getting back on track on those things it's just like knowing what you want why you want it and just just remembering that i guess like i think for me like what you hit on is to sort i see it as like a reward like having the pizza was even though it made me feel sluggish later it was kind of rewarding to be able to have that Mm -hmm. knowing how it would impact me and without the right mindset i would usually derail of like well i had some pizza so well might as well go crush that and have some of this and like you said snowball so Dude, yeah, I had I sushi after that too. Now that I think about it, damn, that's crazy. Was it good? Bro. Oh, it was phenomenal. Yeah, it's great. I don't know how you had sushi after yeah, that's, that. That's a lot of food. <laughs> Six pieces of pizza, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
scrawny to brawny. I think just, yeah, just, just go back to your normal routine. I think like, you know what you need to do? Like, yeah. Chalk it up as a as a loss or whatever or or Not an even. experience like it, like it happened yeah, whatever you can like, still win and like you know yeah and, and, and I just mean bit. just chalk it up yeah. like don't worry about it you know what yeah. I mean like I think that's that's the biggest thing like I always tell people too is like the whole oh, well I had one Oreo so fuck it I might as well eat the whole whole roll it's like well if you look at your <laughs> diet we're talking about like calories in versus calories out right. One Oreo is I don't 100 calories I don't fuck I don't really know but like you have one okay well if you have the whole whole roll that's a thousand so what's better a thousand extra calories or 100 extra calories on your diet sure. 100 extra calories ain't gonna do much so I'm actually curious to see how much like one Oreo would like be. think about that you know what I mean but yeah next <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, you guys have spoken a bit on how you like to meditate can you give a few tips on how to set that up. I've been really, really consistent with mine lately, and it's like making the world of a difference. To be honest with you, um, consistency. The the first thing to set up is uh, your schedule and routine. Like, when can you, no matter what, meditate? Because I believe meditation only truly has huge benefits when you get regular at it. Like, you'll do it the first time, and it's like, oh, okay, you know, like I feel good. That that was cool. And then you do it the next day and you feel better. And then you skip a couple of days and then you got to go back to ground one, like do it on a consistent basis. And it does make a huge difference. My biggest thing is like setting up a time. So for me, no matter what, I know that if I like, I have this thing like core four before I hit the door. So like, I know if I do like, before I even like check all my emails and all that stuff, like I wake up, grab coffee, do my positive focus. I write my gratitudes and then I meditate before I do anything. It takes me 30 minutes total the rest of my day is better. And I know for a fact that no matter what, no matter what the day is, Monday through Sunday, I can do that no matter what my schedule is like. So figure out when it's like a non-negotiable thing, figure out when that can be and then do it. Even And it doesn't have to be first thing in the morning, but whenever you know that you always have time and then figure out a plan B. Like I know that if something crazy happened and I had to leave, I can always come back to it at 1 PM because I'm usually like, in between doing things, taking a little break at 1 p.m. every day from my work and then before I go to Vigor and all that stuff. So, like, that's my plan B. So, I, I would say before you do anything, set that up. I think for me, it's more of it is just, like, the mantras, right? Like, like and in, in kind of just going back to what you're saying, like, I think really just taking time for it, even if it's, like, 10 minutes. Um, and, and to be honest, like I haven't been as consistent as I, as I should be with it. Like I always do it on days where like, I like that anxiety starts to, like you need it starts to build up. Yeah. And that, so like, and, and I'm, I'll be completely open and transparent. Like that's something that, that I need to work on. Um, and you know, it's, it's easier said than done. Um, you know, so I mean, huge props to you for being super consistent with it because even though it, it's crazy how we know that something works so well and we don't and, do it. and we don't do it right and i've i've been a lot better about it um and even just taking it's funny how 10 minutes kind of turns into like 20 minutes sometimes 30 minutes uh and even sometimes it can just even be a nap yeah and i'll run through my mantras for a little bit and then i'll end up falling asleep so just doing that, I mean, what you need to think about as like meditation, you don't even necessarily need to like lay down and go through your breathing exercises. Um, like, even though that's, I mean, preferably, like if you're doing your breathing exercises, you might as well run through some positive yeah, shit. Yeah, that's right? what I do. Um, but I mean, it could be something like, you know, like skateboarding or, or playing basketball mm -hmm. and 
I mean, if you if you have a dog, like you already know, like that's that's therapy, man. Like, you know, just walking my dog and like, you know, like to see him just run around and like he was doing some fucking weird shit the other day. It just had me cracking up. But like it creates, it, you know, just do something that Create creates space. space for you. But right? I think the key there is too is is like walk your dog and leave your phone at home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because like meditation, the goal is to distract your mind from negative thoughts and, and create positive mantras in your head. And you can't do that if you're checking your phone and stuff. That's why laying down and closing your eyes works well. But if you know that going into it, you can do stuff like walk your right. dog and everything. And, it, and it's funny too, because like the biggest benefit for me is, is calming myself down, like getting over stress and anxiety and overwhelm. Um, I tend to like be so go, go, go that it helps me slow things down and really like process what I'm doing better. But when you leave it out, that stress and anxiety comes back. So like, like you just said, and, and I'm going to relate this to something that I had a big insight with late earlier too. Like you said, like you, you do it when you find that stuff creeping back. Well, the whole point of it is so that stuff doesn't happen. Right. right. And we do it all the time. It's like, fuck, I'm starting to get stressed. I need to meditate. Well, it's like, well, if you do it daily, like you notice that like, damn, I haven't had anxiety in weeks. You know what I mean? Like, so like before the podcast we were talking about, or maybe it was on, I can't even fucking remember, but we were talking about mobility squats. Like how many times have you heard me say, man, I've been doing my mobility. My squat was yeah. like perfect today. Yeah. Like, dude, it, I, I wrote about this the other day. Every time I feel great and I start squatting and doing stuff again, I stop doing mobility because I'm like, dude, I'm I'm fixed. Uh, yeah, I'm good. And then like, and then I go throw some plates on that bitch, and yeah. then what happens? My low back gets destroyed yeah. because I didn't do the mobility that day. So it's like, it's the same thing as meditation. I only do, do I only meditate ten minutes a day because I know like that's a good amount of time I can get what I need out of it, and then it's not I'm not laying there forever. But I, that's all I need with mobility too. So the whole point is, is like you do it repeatedly so you don't experience the bad shit. Like it's like prehab, right? Mm -hmm. right. Prehab so you don't have to rehab. And you'll, I mean, you'll still experience it, but it's, it's more about like the way your brain processes the yeah, information. Yeah, you have more control over yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It's funny you mentioned walking the dog. You know what else is relaxing? Goats. Watching your goats? No. No? I think uh, taking pictures of your fucking cat and then <laughs> sending it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that stresses me out. So your <laughs> cat's gonna get gutted, dude. Cat no love. Is so every, creepy looking. Every time I say it's no, the scariest no looking cat. Yeah. It looks. It looks like a. It looks like a stray cat. If, if you've ever seen. Uh, if you ever seen the movie Pets, I think it is the new animation movie where the. No. Uh, no. No. Well, where like the 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 uh, like owners leave. And yeah, the, yeah, exactly. It's like what what happens. Like the poodle turns on uh, the metal music. Right. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's this there's this scene where there's like the, all these stray cats in like this alley. I feel like his cat should probably be in that movie. <laughs> I'd give him shit for it. Every and time. it always looks pissed off. Like, what kind of life does that cat yeah. have? That's why I don't like cats, man. Dude. It's most a stress. Cats, most stress most cats just look like angry. I'm a cat hater. Like they got, I don't even care. Yeah, me too. They got, I'm, I'm I'm cool with it. Like they're plotting something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a dog is always happy, ready to kick it with you. Right. A cat is like watching you. Yeah. They're ready to Yeah. Do. As soon as you turn your back to do something. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Little fucking manipulative yeah. bastards. <laughs> All right. So I think this is from one of your clients mentions that when you first started working together, you had recommended or suggested that meal replacement shakes or bars um, were overall sort of bad for women's hormones. 
So could you expand on that and how would you recommend to rebalance that? Yeah. So the reason I wanted to like, so it was a podcast question, but I put it in there and I told her this like complete misunderstanding because I never said that meal replacement shakes were bad for um, hormone. I I believe like this person. I don't know, dude. Maybe you did. No, like this person (laughs) came to me and, and like one of her goals was to improve her hormones because of like crash dieting in the past, like mm-hmm. weight fluctuations, stuff like that. Most likely what I said was like, Hey, like m- drinking a bunch of meal replacement shakes probably isn't the best thing to like supplement your goal. So I just really wanted to talk about like one, the fact that I don't like meal replacement shakes for a couple reasons. One, I just don't th- like, they're not like, what's to me, what the, what's the point? Like, you're not going to get very full. They're just kind of like, not fake nutrients, but there's not a whole lot in it. You know what I mean? It's just kind of bullshit. It's not eating real food. Can I ask a dumb question? Yeah. Is there a difference between like a protein specific shake and a meal replacement shake? Or are they sort of? The yeah. Same? So like a, a meal replacement shake usually is a protein shake with added nutrients or added calories. Like so a slim fast or something. Yeah. So lines? it has okay. like a little bit of fat, a little bit more carbs. And they say they like they supplement with like fortified vitamin B and like all this shit. But it's okay. like. Your body's not going to absorb that nearly as well as it will, like real fruits, veggies, okay. all that stuff. Um, and on top of that, why would I want 200 calories from that when I can get 200 calories from real food? You know what I mean? Your right. body's, one, going to burn more calories eating that food. It's going to absorb it better. And it's just real fucking food. Yeah. Um, so my big point was whole foods over meal replacements any day. And that goes for bars as well, especially bars, actually. Bars, like... I'll eat a protein bar here and there when I'm like in a rush or something, or to be honest, when I have a craving for like a candy bar, cause a lot of them really yeah, are just candy it's bars a candy bar, yeah. with added whey protein. So yeah. sweet. Um, but the main thing is, is it's just got like, if you look at the ingredients and it's a paragraph fucking long of a bunch of shit, you don't know how to pronounce. It's not going to be the best choice to eat on a consistent basis. Um, so that was my big thing. And then, um, with how do you, she said something about like how to fix hormones or something like that. How would you rebalance that? Oh, um, re- I think rebalancing hormones is simple. Like be ready to commit to a longer period of time. Like it takes time. Your hormones take a long time to like imbalance. So they're going to take a long time to rebalance. Right. So I think just slowing down, like training the right way, getting some guidance that leads you in a proper weight loss plan, not a crash diet. And then just, just eating the right foods. Super emphasis on recovery and not just overdoing it on training. Yeah. I think like when you say, you know, training can help reset your hormone, your hormones. And then people already like automatically yeah. think, oh, okay, if I go five, six days a week and, you know, and, and just crush it in the gym, then my body's going to be forced to adapt. Um, your body's actually really great at adapting, but it can only do it for so long. So recovery, like not just like if you're a beginner, but all the way throughout your trainer, your life, really, you should be focusing on recovery. So, you know, making sure that you're getting, uh, you know, hopefully eight hours of sleep and uh, doing recovery methods like massage or even like meditation is great yeah. because it's allowing your body to downregulate and and calm the fuck down. Um, you know, we talked about reducing inflammation with uh, like a cold plunge or cryotherapy and, and things of that nature. So Doesn't help a lot. Yeah. Like try things out, figure out what what kind of puts your body back into a relaxed state. Um, the best, you know, I know that for me, like Banya is one of those things like, you know, doing a rotation of cold plunge and the sauna and the steam room to, to really open up, you know, my entire body. Uh, like I get 
the best night's sleep after yeah. after that. And I'm actually a pretty good sleeper, but um, you know, doing something like that, you know, it's it's not only just working on a, a different way to to help with recovery, but you know, if it if it improves your sleep, I mean, that's honestly that's the best way to recover because you're gonna be doing that every night anyway. So yeah. So the next question is about a Fitbit, and I I would say maybe we can group all those fitness trackers into one, but they say that they were given a Fitbit and they're curious to know how accurate the calorie count on the, on those devices are. So if it said their total burn was 2,500 calories in one day, how accurate is that? Honestly, I can is there, is there like a, I guess it's like a guesstimation, right? But yeah, like, like I think it bases off like your heart rate yeah. and, and your movement and, but what it does, like, the main thing is, is, is in like, I think like, so when you sign up for a Fitbit, cause I, I borrowed somebody's f- to track my sleep, um, but I didn't wear it all day. But when you like sign up, you have to put in your w- age, your, your weight, your height and all that stuff. So it kind of like guesses your BMR and all that stuff. But again, like you said, it's a, it's a guesstimation and, and one, it doesn't know your hormones. Like is right. your thyroid functioning really well? How high is your cortisol? So your stress hormone, like how high is your testosterone, your growth hormone? Like, you know what I mean? Like how much muscle do you have on your body? Cause that plays a huge role and it's not going to, if you just type in your weight height and, uh, uh, like your age that has nothing right. to do with your muscle mass of that weight. So, cause like somebody can be the same height and weight as me, but have way more muscle they're going to burn more calories on a daily basis simply because they have way more muscle than me. You know what I mean? So I, I don't think they're very accurate. They can give you a guesstimation. So my recommendation there is if you're trying to, I wouldn't use it as a goal of like, oh, this is how many calories I burn a day. But if you're like, hey, I want to get more active. I want to burn more calories. Track your normal day on that thing for seven days. If it says 2,500, do that. And then the next week go, okay, I'm going to try to, estimate 2800 so i can try to burn 300 extra calories a day through just steps or standing up instead of sitting parking further away just neat like just basic stuff then i think it's great you know what i mean it's just like a body fat test like a lot of them are inaccurate but if you do the same one under the same circumstances it can at least take like show you a rate of loss you know what i mean well i remember when i set up my fitbit like the bmi said i was like in that range of like severely overweight which it's weird. was weird to me. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Like you could get like, like I've heard plenty of stories of like, just like monster dudes. Like, or Jack yeah, dude, I, I went the- in, I went in and I was, when I was 200 pounds, I went into the doctor yeah. for, for a physical and he started laughing. It was like, he's like, dude, you're obese. <laughs> Judging <laughs> by our got, chart. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, you have yeah. abs, like six yeah. pack. It's like, yeah. what? Cause yeah, like, so, and then he was like, I hate this thing. <laughs> yeah. See, like, yeah. and that's, that's the thing with BMI. That's not accurate. I think what I use my Fitbit for mostly is it motivates me because I will track when I'm active. So like when I go to the gym, I'll start it and stop it. Yeah. And then it sort of cheers you on. It tells you, Hey, you've, yeah. you know, keep going. I 100%. think that's psychological. And what I also like about it is even though it might not be the most accurate for how many steps I do a day, but it gives still, me yeah. An idea. Yeah. And when I'm not as act as active, it makes you want to get up and move. And that's, exactly and that's, does. yeah. And that's, and that's why I, I like it. it. I don't think, I, I think the steps otherwise. would probably be more accurate than the calorie burn. Right. But still, it's the same thing. Like if you can increase that number, it shows that you're doing more and you're, you're being more active. And that's all that should really matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
And if it motivates you to get in the gym, it's the same thing with like my fitness pal. Some people all have them track and I don't even give them a set calories. I'm just like, this right. is just going to give you awareness and teach you a little bit about what you're consuming. And on top of that, it motivates you to eat healthier because you know, you have to put it in the tracker. I think that's golden. Even if you're not tracking calories and just from that people lose weight like easily. All right. So this next question, um, I, I want to take my interpretation of how they wrote it. Um, this is Chad. This is Chad. <laughs> I, I think it, it might be. be. Chad. So um, do you want to read it? What's up, bro? You want to do your Chad? No, go ahead. I don't, right. know, I don't know if he it says, is. He says, hey, man, sorry to keep you bugging you. Oh, yeah. But I know you got your fitness business I didn't going even mean on. to put that part of the question there. I was just busy and I was just copy and pasting everything. Do you so. know of any good books I can read about business you would recommend or any books that would be good for starting for starting up a business? So startup startup books. The funny yeah, thing is, is Chad, Chad doesn't talk Bro. like that. It's yeah, funny. I messed, that, I messed that one up. But I, I hope he listens to this because like he doesn't talk. <laughs> Chad, you're awesome. Chad is awesome. Uh, Chad's a good guy. Dude, your online, your online coaching is just, it's boom, booming right now. <laughs> it's boom, booming. Um, it's insane. I told him I didn't really have any good suggestions, to be honest with you. I was like, for business books, man, like the shit I read for business isn't business. I was like the go-giver. Totally. Um, what? <laughs> the leader who had no title. Like that's kind of business, I guess. Nectar. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say something. Um, Shit, what else did I tell him? Uh, mastering influence. I told him about that because that's kind of, I mean, that's the most excellent. <laughs> that's Tony Robbins. Uh, that's just like, like, I feel like that's like Jedi mind reading shit, but Bro. you can usually easily use it for, for business. Jedis. Well, I'm going to tie this into a different question from, I'm assuming someone else. They wrote in asking for podcasts and book recommendations for motivation. <laughs> Same thing. I think. Uh, if you want to add books for motivation, the alchemist, um, that wasn't one of the ones I told Chad for, um, business, but I mean, I told him Gary V too. I was like anybody who owns, I don't think he was start. I don't know what kind of business he was starting. Cause I, like I, I mentioned that and I don't know if he replied or not, but even whether you, no matter what business you're doing, like, I think you should have an online presence through social media because it's 2017 and that's just the way it is now whether you're 20 or 60, like you, if you run a business, you should be, have some kind of online presence. So I think the Gary V books are huge, especially the ask Gary V one that yep. recently came out. But I mean, even like crush it in those books. Um, well, I think that I like, what do you do? What do you do best? Like, you know, for me, like, I don't, I don't really enjoy reading too much, you know, like sometimes I'll go through a phase where it's like, man, like I can't put, put a book down, but most of the time, like I love to like watch video and and listen to stuff yeah. like this. So I'm big on podcasts or like YouTube channels. So yeah. like I'll watch those people or listen to them, and I get a whole lot more out of it than I would if I was gonna I read a book. And even like so like Robin Sharma, the leader who had no title. I I've read it and listened to it on audio. Fantastic fucking book. But I also just looked Robin Sharma up on. YouTube and he does like a ton of five minute videos. So I was like, Oh, this is way easier. Right. So I do the same thing. Um, and it's funny because like the type of shit I read now, like I read research reviews and articles, but it's stuff that I'm interested in because I just like learning about right. training. You know what I mean? It's not really like, like I am studying my craft, but I don't do it like, Oh fuck, I need to study this stuff. I just do it cause I'm bored and I want to read something. But I also read random things like right now I'm reading a world religions book cause I want to learn about religion, like all the religions. So I'm like right. reading, 
like and and I can dive into that and like sit there and fucking read it, but it's not like I'm not being forced to read that. Like I'm curious, so I want to read. So I think that's just and it again it depends on your business. Like me reading anything is going to help me because I write so much for my business. Like I think that helps my creativity, but I don't know, it depends. What about podcasts? Podcast for me, um, I listen to now uh, the Vigor Life podcast, which is super dope. By yeah. the way, I love how Gene put that together, um, and of course, all the content and, and guests that that Luca has on there, uh, including uh, yours truly and and Cody's on there as well. Yes, sir. Um, so that one, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, of course. Um, that's pretty much he's. I love how he does it now. Is like you know he'll have his his keynote speeches on there that could be an hour hour and a half and then he has the daily v's which are anywhere from like 14 to he puts to 20 daily minutes v's on the podcast yeah damn yeah because that's just like a day in the life yep and then well the uh sorry the gary v the show Asper, oh the okay gary i was gonna v. say man yeah. that would be fucking weird yeah and then like even if he's just like ranting or if you know because uh d-rock is always following him around so he'll now it's he's changed it the podcast to uh Gary V's audio experience. So now he's putting on like little two like minute that. clips that are just like random rants. But like, dude, it's it's so like if you see in this the reason I'm not even subscribed to that because when I'm eating a meal, um I put my like I put my work away and I eat and I watch Gary V's YouTube. But everything you're saying is all on his YouTube. Yeah. So you can watch all the same shit, yeah. just video. So but yeah, that's dope. I didn't even know he put all that. I thought it was just the Gary V show. And then uh, Joe Rogan as well. Joe Rogan. I, yep. His is just too fucking long for me. I can't yeah. do it. So, <laughs> like it, it takes me like maybe three to four days to get through one episode because it's so long. So but. I would say like Gary V is the only motivation one though. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's not really like, I don't, I don't know. I don't watch. I'm not one of the type of people that like, fuck, I need to get fired up for the gym or to watch work. A I'm going to watch video. a YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. do that ever. Like at all. Yeah. So... For me, all mine are just all fitness related. I, I listen to Jay Ferrugia a lot. Actually, that's a good one for motivation because he's getting more into lifestyle stuff. So Renegade Radio. Um, I listen to Mind Pump. I just think those guys are hella funny together. Um, I listen to like science ones like Ben Greenfield is all science fitness. Um, I listen to Joe D's um, Industrial Strength Show. That's a really good one if you want to learn some like training shit. I love his stuff. Um, he has a lot of really cool guests on there too. Um, obviously I listen to the mind versus muscle podcast all the time. Uh, I listen to the vigor life podcast. Yeah. I don't listen to that. I don't yeah. listen to ours. I always do. Cause I like to learn, man. I think it's, yeah. a, I don't know. Like I always like catch up on things and I'm like, Oh shit, I need to like work on that. Well, when like, I am listening to podcasts, like it's kind of like, you know, I'm just like on the move. Yeah. So, and, and during that time I, I'd rather hear somebody else who has a different experience or different perspective and then kind of learn from that. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's just yeah. different strokes for different folks. I listen to I, the person that asked me this is in, she's a trainer. So, um, she would probably like all the ones I'm listing off anyway, even though they're not motivational. I listen to the TNT okay, well a lot. Then just mind versus muscle podcast. Fuck everything else. Yeah. That's the first thing just, I said to her. Just keep listening. I just replied. I was like, <laughs> mind versus muscle, but, <laughs> uh, training and nutrition truth is a good one too. That's like, uh, the first form guys. I like that one a lot. I listen to a shit ton of podcasts, though, man. Sigma Nutrition, I listen to that. It's all science-based shit. Ben uh, Coomber. Dude, I have a ton of podcasts I listen to. It's kind of crazy now, now that I'm naming Do these Do you up. listen to them all, like, on a daily basis? I listen to podcasts every single day. Like, how, because I just feel like that's a lot of yeah. time. To absorb, yeah, I listen yeah. to podcasts. constantly listening to, to Dude, podcasts. when I'm driving, I'm listening to podcasts. Yeah. When I Sometimes when I work out, 
fucking when I'm cooking, when I'm like anything. The only time I don't is when I'm working because I can't like process what they're saying. Yeah. But but sometimes I skip them. You know what I mean? Like so like the power cast is a powerlifting one. The stuff they talk about isn't always up my alley because they interview some random people and so i'll just i won't i'll skip them you know joe d sometimes has some guests and i'm like i'm not really interested in it i'll skip it but a lot of those i listen to like literally every day it's kind of crazy speaking of guests we got some incredible guests coming on the show i know man we're on fire with this i didn't think it was gonna go so well either i was like dude let's just (laughs) like what just because at the beginning I mean, we're, we're kinda like cool, but we're, well, we're not there. We're yet. like, yo, we need to interview people, and we're like, all right, well, who? It's like, well, fuck, I don't know if this person would be down. Maybe this person. Not. We're just like, fuck it, let's just email a ton of yeah. people. The worst they can say is no. Yeah, or they don't yeah. reply, and every one of them's like, dude, I'm down. Yeah. We're like, yeah. what? Like, I'm working on a like, we, like on a big I, guest coming I, up. I didn't think Gary V's trainer Jordan Syatt would hit me right. back the next day and was like, yeah, dude, let's do it. I was like, shit, okay, cool. So we got some dope people coming on the show. Um, I'm actually really excited for, we're going to be interviewing in a couple days. Yeah. It's going to be dope, which will probably air after this, I think. But That's up to Michael. So, All right, next question. <laughs> Do you ever notice personal trainers at commercial big box gyms um, that are just not good? Yes. There's a trainer that I uh, noticed at the gym I go to where he makes every new client lift way too much weight with terrible form. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not my place. All to too common. Yeah. I uh, think like there's a big issue with that too, is like a lot of trainers at the beginning of their career. And, and I, I fell into this a little bit right when I started. I never like was like, all right, Susie, you're deadlifting 500 today. Like nothing crazy yeah. like that. But I would like try to really push them. So they left feeling like, damn, that was fucking insane and intense and I'm about to throw up. You know what I mean? Because that was my first experience when I trained with somebody at vision quest back when I was a gym. But I think like a lot of people, they, they want to like display the wrong thing about their training. They want people to think it's like they're super intense and that's going to lead to results. When in reality, what you want to do as a new trainer is show them that you can get results without hating the fucking process because nobody likes that intense, crazy right. workout, right. whether they need it or not. So I think like the good thing is, is like my first session with people, I tell them at the beginning, I'm like, hey, just let you know, this is not going to be crazy. Like you're probably going to leave thinking you could do a little more. My goal today is to see how you move. Yeah. I'm not going to put you through anything crazy at all until I figure that out. And right away, they're like, damn, like I respect that because he doesn't want to fuck me up. Like this is going to be safe. He actually cares about my safety my mobility like how i move properly what i want i was like i want to talk to you a little bit about your goals like figure you out next time we'll go a little bit harder you know what i mean like so i so yeah i see that all the time i I don't i don't go up to anybody because i i do uh you know i do a couple sessions a week at at la fitness um and i don't go up to people while they're like while they're training with uh you know with their trainer and then like correct them but like if if i see somebody who's doing a uh, an exercise incorrectly and like I can just see that they're eating up their shoulders or hips or whatever um, I, I just feel like I'm kind of obligated to and, and not that it's a burden like I, I enjoy it like I just feel like I'm giving somebody valuable yeah. uh, information that they can use if they choose to apply it um, so you know I'll walk up to them and you know I'll I'll suggest that they you know that they change up the way they're doing it and then just show them a different way um, and you know, if they go, if they go to it or if they just go back to doing shitty reps, I know that like, them, yeah, man. that's up to them. Um, but I would say that, you know, there's, there's even been people 
who I've seen working with the trainer and then I see them an, another day and then you'll help them and out. then and then I'll help them out. That was about to be my suggestion. Like yeah. when the trainer isn't around, yeah. like maybe, I w- maybe try to give them some cues. I, or- I would hate for somebody to to come up to me as I'm coaching, you know, I'm, you know, as I'm coaching my client yeah. and just, you know, try to take over the session. Right. Like that. That's just yeah. I think that's just stepping on toes. And, and I think and, like you know, it's just being a dick. It's hard too, because like part of me would be like. I know for me, I'm so confident about what I do. I would be more than happy to go up to the trainer when he's not with a client and be like, Hey man, like I noticed like a few things that would really help your coaching. And I've been doing this for a long time, like X, Y, Z. But at the end of the day, I know like most of the trainers would like get pissed yeah, about yeah. that. Especially guys too. Yeah, like we're, we're, I mean, the most egotistical and if you're, pieces of shit on the earth. Like. <laughs> if you're, if you are a coach and you see somebody not working with a trainer and go help them, like not only like because it's your duty, but I have like, I have a client right now that's been with me for a minute that I did that exact thing for. I saw him in federal way at LA fitness and was like, yo, like that squad is not looking healthy. Like, can I take you through a couple things? And I worked with, on his front squad with him for a while. And then I was like, yo, like check on my website. If you ever want, I've got tons of stuff on there, tons of mobility. You can learn a bunch like, and then I didn't say anything to him. And then months later he hit me up and now I've been coaching him for like three months now. Then there's the pilot that I did that for. And then he ended up being a fucking pilot for Alaska airline and gave me a bunch of free guest passes. You know what I mean? Like, so on top of just being a nice fucking coach, you never know what, like what good karma is going to come yeah, from it. Yeah. Cause I didn't expect anything back, yeah. which was dope. All right. Our final question. And I think you might've touched on it in a few podcasts before, but uh, I think this is more of an overall question. What would be your top three exercises everyone should be doing? Everybody should be doing squat, deadlift, and military press. I'm going to take it a different route because I agree. I think, like, everybody should do that. But, like, three things that I think almost, like, 95% of people can do. Because, like, let's say, like, somebody has, like, a fucked up shoulder. They can't overhead press. I would say some kind of face pull, uh, some kind of bridge or hip thrust, and then... Um, a plank variation. Yeah. And I would add a fourth exercise. Cause that's still a push, on. a pull and a hip hinge. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's kind of yeah. a knee hinge, but, but I think like those are three safe exercises that almost anybody can do that you can get so much fucking benefit right. out of. I guess, I guess mine would be ultimately you would want to squat and, and I'm going to add a fourth yeah. one. So and, and say chin up yeah. or pull up. Like if you're, if your goal is to like, okay, I, I want to continue to build muscle and lose fat for the rest of my life and I can only pick four things, then absolutely fucking Lily, those yeah. would be my four. Or even just like a horizontal, any kind of row, because some people can't do a chin up, I guess. But, um, but I'm thinking like, like for somebody who has shitty movement and stuff, like I would say right. like a bridging variation, a face pull variation, because so many people have short, uh, shoulder protraction and then some kind of plank. Cause yeah, it's technically kind of a push face pull is kind of a row. That would be my three. Boom. If you love the Mind vs. Muscle podcast, want more free content, and you want to support the movement, share this podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review. To get your questions answered on the next episode, see the show notes for our social media handles and hashtag Mind vs. Muscle.